Hey, this girls, this next visual portraits episode number four squad. And today I've got the guest as always. I've got guests. And today I've got like a photographer. He's from Spain, Spain, Europe, and his name is Andres. How are you doing, Andres? How was your day? What's what's popping? What's popping? Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm so so excited to be part of this podcast, and I really thank you for giving me the opportunity to take part in the show. And I was uh, I just finished my workout session in the gym, and then I came back home. But nowadays, I'm so much. Uh, I so I'm so busy, really, because I'm working on different shootings from last week. I have to edit a lot of pictures. I'm also preparing other shootings for another important Spanish brand and many other ideas. I'm still working on. So yeah, so pretty pretty busy lately. Yeah. How you started and uh, how you started to take photos? Yeah. Well, I firstly going to introduce myself. Well, I'm a 28 part time. I'm photographer. I'm based in Madrid and I mostly do portraits, especially female ones, but I get to doing male portraits uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I juggle my teaching career as a primary school teacher with photography, so I'm always tied up with both jobs. And well, I started in photography like a year ago or something. And I began to take things more seriously like six months ago. So I'm quite new to photography, so to speak. But, but what you've been doing like before that, before like photography, because like you started one I, year I ago. Haven't done, I haven't done anything related to photography since last year because I decided to take it up. And so I did. So, yeah, I'm a teacher, English teacher in a primary school. And That's they- why you have this amazing English. I was, well, I was oh, yeah. thinking like, I was thinking like, are you from Spain? And uh, I was it thinking, man, like yeah, you know? <laughs> it, will, it will be like something like my English, you know, kind of weird. But then I was well, like, yeah, I think it's mostly because I am. I need so, some of your classes, bro. Yeah, I will give my, you know, <laughs> yeah. my, my, <laughs> my business card. Yeah. 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 My business card. Let's meet, yeah. uh, let's meet uh, like, you know, uh, in Europe, like, you know, in Poland and you, I, and you will give me your business card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we will meet in the middle, nowhere. <laughs> right now, also yeah. your English teacher, yeah, like you said, you're making. Yeah, yeah I normally is busy uh, during the mornings, and um, it is in the afternoons when I am available for you know taking sh- uh, photos or edit some pictures, you know. So I'm just part time photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you already said that you like started working with brands like Penny Board, yeah. Uh, yeah, Spanish win, uh, Spanish ones. Uh, I started uh, to collaborate. Ah, uh, okay. Any any income so far? How, how this pretty... col- collaboration started? Well, I contacted many brands uh, in Spain. Uh, not the bigger ones, I mean, uh, smaller or local businesses, and some of them accepted. And that's why I am trying to, you know, grow as a photographer and make my, putting my name out there, you know, and trying to become more famous or people can just find you on Instagram, for example. Yeah, yeah. How do you find uh, new models for your photo shoot? Is there is like strategy, you know, like... Or something. Well, uh, normally um, I use Instagram. I used to I used to use other platforms, but 
uh, I mostly use um, Instagram nowadays because it's so so easy, you know, if uh, you want to find out, okay, this girl is going to work for this shooting, maybe yes, maybe no, you can get uh, some of the pictures they've posted. And normally I, um, I take advantage of uh, any other photographer's accounts where you can, you know, find new faces. And it's, it's the best way to go, I think. Yeah. Uh, have you been using uh, this uh, The Hub uh, that was launched, like, I know, like one month ago? It's like a private, uh, as, I, as I got right, it's a private uh, community. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even know that it existed. <laughs> so uh, you have to give me some, my, some more details on that. <laughs> For sure. We will meet in Poland and I will give you some detail. I will give you my business card. <laughs> so uh, can yeah. you please uh, tell the most like funny, weird, awkward story that's happened on your photo shoot? Yeah, I have a pretty, pretty funny one to, uh, to tell you. Yeah, it all happened like a month ago or something. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, one month or even more. I don't know. So I arranged a shooting with a girl and the idea was to take pictures in a laundry. Okay, I don't know whether you saw the pictures from this site or not. I've seen, I've seen. That she's like in a washing machine, no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, we posted this picture on the two oh, of our, yeah, yeah. You two did. Right. on next yeah. visual portraits, and uh, we have this third account, Retro Lifestyle, and we've and my friend posted like on Retro Lifestyle, and I was like, "Yo, I want to post this picture." Yeah, too. it was so funny. So I'm going to tell you the story behind that picture. So we did our research, and we found a nice but a tiny uh, laundry. Okay, so. Leaving the space restriction aside, the, the place was really nice. It was really what I was looking for, uh, the colors, you know, the machines. So we started the shooting and everything was going smooth. When, guess what? All of a sudden, the owner of the business showed up. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, we're so fucked up, you know? <laughs> and the man, the owner of the, of the business, had been uh, watching us through the cameras uh, because I decided, um, how about going inside of the machines? In this case, it was a dryer, okay? And he was so pissed off that he decided to come to us as fuck and he demanded our IDs. So... This meant that we were going to be fine uh, by the police. But at that, at that moment, I, we were absolutely scared. Uh, I mean, I tried to make him cool down, you know? He was about to call the police and we were going to be, we were going to be fine. So I developed all my diplomatic skills <laughs> to try to make him calm. And like, you, you developed those diplomatic skills like in, in 50 minutes, like, okay, right now, I have those diplomatic skills. <laughs> I will speak like a diplom diplomat. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I tried to be polite and, you know, I felt, I felt sorry like a million times. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is not going to happen ever again. I promise. I give you my word. And all I could do was that because, you know, I knew that what we, was, what, what we were doing was wrong. There were signals all over the place. We should, you should, not go into the machine etc you know so we talked to him for a few minutes and we disappear we disappear without a trace <laughs> but, but but like you've took the photo yeah 
Like, or you, you've took like yeah, before. I, before. Think, I, I think we shut off, uh, convinced them not to call the police. And we were really lucky because uh, it could have ended badly, you know. The good thing about this uh, is that I took one of my best pictures so far. And as you told, uh, this picture have been, uh, has been posted on many Instagram accounts. So I think that was the, the funniest story I can tell. <laughs> No, and you and you can't go uh, like you can't go there anymore. Yeah. No, of course, of course, I won't. I need to find some other laundries <laughs> in Madrid. <laughs> okay, Craig List, I'm coming to find the laundry. They are self-service, you know, and you know, you never, you never expect that they are going to record you and the owner is going to. But we, you know, we cross the red line because many photographers do the outside of the machine. They sit next to the machine, etc. But I I thought okay I think this is gonna be more creative let's go inside and the machine was supposed to hold like uh, 80 18 kilos or something and there was like 50 or something so we could have broke uh, we could have break the the machine. Uh. But I think it was worth, you know, it was worth. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need to, you know, put yourself in risk to get the best pictures. Yeah, I, I think it's a quote of today's podcast. Sometimes you need to... Okay, that's great. <laughs> to take yeah, a yeah, risk, to make a photo. Times. <laughs> so uh, who is your, like, inspiration on Instagram? Like, you can make also, like, shout outs to your friends or maybe one of my friends is, like, a oh, yes. inspiration for you. Or... Well, uh, we were talking about this before the conversation started. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from Instagram. It's a wonderful tool for photographers and models as well. Uh, it helps me to stay creative. There are pages like yours, for example, and many others. Uh, that offer the best from the very best. And you can get so many ideas. You you can really get, um, you know, uh, ideas about, you know, lifestyle or maybe beauty or I don't know. You can get so many ideas. And um, there are some ideas that maybe if you don't watch the, that picture, you wouldn't come up with, you know? I love the work from American photographers because my style is defined by this influence. The the American photographers um, style is great. I love I love the colors, I love the places. If you see one of uh, most of my pictures are related to America, you know, American restaurants, neon lights, and so the edits of the pictures are close to uh, Ryan Wilson. I like uh, Brandon Wolfall, which is very, very well known across the world. And, and I think if I would have to say one favorite uh, photographer, uh, that would be Jesse Herdog. You know him, Canadian photographer, and he only does portraits. They're sometimes they're weird because you know maybe the girl is uh, using eggs and they're uh, she's crushing the eggs over her hair and you know sometimes it's crazy but you know you can get very nice and inspiring ideas. I like, yeah? I like in general apart from these American photographers, I really like uh, moody style. You know uh, some expressions very you know uh, sad. Moody. I like any kind of photographer that tries to come across or uh, get across, sorry, uh, some of these feelings in their pictures. 
Uh, here's a very controversial topic I would like to talk about. Some people just uh, used, you know, these inspirational ideas to copy the whole picture. Have you have you been so many uh, pictures very very close to the ones that are posted on this, uh, you know, features account? It's I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. People overdo it. You know, it's fine if you just you know get a. Uh, the idea about the pose of uh, a model from one picture and maybe you like like the the place or the location from the other one and then you mix everything together that's completely fine but i mean sometimes if you copy the whole picture like literally like the model like the pose like the colors everything so i think it's it's not fair it's just fake you know i'm against it it's good to get you know like Mm, very specific parts from different photographers and then in your mind create your own picture that's fine but recreate the whole picture exactly the same way mm, i don't feel like it i mean uh, yeah i mean i was taking conceptual photos for three years and i was when i started i was uh, trying to copy this guy on instagram joel uh, joel Rob- robinson i think so was making this kind of uh, fairy editings in photoshop but then i was like copy copy but then i like okay now it's time to you know to make my Stop. own kind of style that... yeah my own style of visuals so yeah I, I agree with you but also it depends like if the people start right now and they just don't have anything there is like no original idea in the world like because people are not copying but they're like still like an artist you know so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah um let's move on uh how do you see like yourself in the future as a photographer? I know as a creative. Well, I'm very. I, I can I can consider myself a rookie still because uh, there is uh, a lot of uh, aspects I need to improve in my photography, uh, framing, uh, colors, posing. You know, directions for the models. There is always uh, things that you need to improve. Uh, but hopefully, if everything goes according to my plan, I. I expect to, you know, work with big, with bigger companies, and you know, put myself out there. My name will be, you know, uh, kind of famous. But this takes time, so I'm not obsessed about, you know, getting famous on Instagram. I don't know. I'm just, I just, you know, um, pay attention to the work I'm creating, to the quality of my product. And then after a while, the results will come. I think you need to focus on that, on the work itself. If you focus on just the growth of your account, uh, I don't think it's the way, the right way to approach, you know? So it's going to be, it's going to be hard. Uh, as we were talking before, uh, when you're starting out, uh, everything is difficult, especially with Instagram, with its algorithm. It's different. It's different. It's difficult to, you know, stand out from the crowd and become visible for many other uh, creative photographers, models, uh, you know, companies, anybody, in fact. So, well, we don't know what the future holds. So let's expect that we can, you know, make a huge step in the in the near future. Yeah. I think you, I think I think like you made a really good point about uh, you should understand. I'm like su- summing up what you've said about the Instagram algorithm and why you should not co- uh, like focus or concentrate on those likes because you should f- uh, understand like why you are doing it. 
And if you understand this, then it you will not like think about those likes and think about think about like oh this guy he comment my photo. If focus on the pictures, the other thing will come naturally. I think. Yeah, you're right. Have you tried? Uh, by the way, have you tried like uh, creating uh, video portraits or I don't know. Videos. Well, I yeah, I did once, but I need to, you know, uh, do some more learning tutorials on YouTube and you know get the the appropriate um, equipment uh, to, to do the portraits uh, videos. I think uh, they're amazing because I'm so in love with music that you know uh, the idea of getting the pictures uh, or the video plus the music is just amazing i've seen many videos on youtube and the results that you can get are awesome but i also realized that it's really really difficult to get one minute of video you need to record like you know 30 minutes because sometimes you need to you know cut this part and the um, you know the composition and the process of creating the video is very difficult. It takes a lot of time, more than more editing pictures, I think. I, I, I mean, like, even if you like, for example, uh, I, I, I've been making those uh, videos even for next visual portraits when we uh, have taken other people's videos and then uh, we started editing them. It's even if you want to make for uh, 20 seconds and you want to make like really like uh hot, hot, like high energy video like make, make like viral i don't know you need you need like uh sit down and just edit every like second every millisecond to get all this uh you know to sync the video with the with the beat with the drums with the kicks with the snares because music itself is very emotional Think. And when you hear music, you have like in your mind, you and me and other people, they have their own like world of what they can create. And especially it applies to creative people. Yeah, it, I, I, yeah, I agree with you in that respect as well. Yeah. Have you been on any type of Instagram, like meetings or photo events in your town? Yeah. Well, um, I was, I think it was, yeah, the last week, last weekend in Madrid, yeah, they organized, um, it was like a get together event, you know, in which everybody could meet other people and, you know, share their experience and obviously some, take some pictures. I enjoyed it because I met uh, nice people, but the organization was a bit of a chaos. Uh, there were like two two kind of people. On the one hand, the influencers and famous people, and the other, just the poor guys like me <laughs> with one or two K. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I, 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 don't, I don't really give a damn about that. But according to how it went, I think I'm not going to attend any other events if they're at least are like this, you know? If the purpose is just for the influencers and bloggers to show off, I'm not going to attend because it was like, you know, posturing. It was like posturing. Obviously there are, yeah, obviously there are tons of tons and tons of events where in which you can enroll, for example, workshops or any other events 
which can be very, very useful as a photographer, but not this kind of event. So I haven't attended any other workshops, so I cannot tell. Uh, but have you heard uh, Have you heard of this uh, future account, Pursuit of Portraits? Uh, well, I don't know much about that account. Can you Can you fill me in? <laughs> like uh, the... Uh, this account made uh, by a guy whose name is Saunak, I think so. It's pronounced like that. And he, uh, what what he've done? He created the community of portrait photographers in uh, USA, and they are making events. In uh, there was like event in New York. There was other events in other cities, but I think that on in New York, as I read on their website. Uh, came, came like 200 people and these 200 people was photographers and models and it wasn't like that you, you know with this kind of attitude that you have uh, in your town where people just showing uh, their like yeah posturing of like posturing so uh, would you like to attend this like this kind of event I don't think you can get much from these kind of events uh, it's good if you you know if you meet people like uh, that are on the same level and you are just doing it for the sake of socializing and meeting new people but if you you know if you look at the event in the whole thing as, as a whole I don't think it's worth it I don't think it's worth it because you know it's like feeding uh, the famous people ego you know it's like oh I'm coming and they came late you know they came late and everybody was waiting for them to come and I didn't like it I didn't like it a lot so I would think twice next time. Can you explain uh, your workflow, like how you edit the pictures and then from like from start to finish, from when you start and then the finish will be you post on Instagram? Yeah, I normally start the idea from scratch, okay? Uh, so first I think uh, of uh, what kind of portrait I want to take. So is it going to be tiki? Is it going to be rebel? Is it going to be moody? So then, according to that, I make the decisions regarding the location, all right? So what kind of location I want to choose? Maybe urban or maybe I'm going to go for a countryside location. But mostly uh, my pictures uh, take place in the city. If you've seen them, most of them are taken in the city, okay? So once I've decided on the location, I think about the colors of the place. That's a huge step in my, you know, process. I'm so obsessed with colors. I let the model know that for me, colors are the most important part of the picture. Because if you know, you know, if the, uh, if the colors match all together, everything you know would be much easier in in the edit of the picture. If you have, um, you know, like a gray background, if you are shooting the road in a road, for example, maybe you can go for, you know, bright colors in the outfit, like red or yellow, you know, because it will make the, you know, the, the colors work uh, much better in that way. So that's that's a very important step in my in my process. So um, next step, uh, as I told you, would be the outfit. I normally help the model when going for the right outfit. Maybe I'm going, oh, I'm, I'm going to advise you. So why not taking, I don't know, these jeans plus this pullover? So I always help, you know, because 
it's something we do together. But do you, for example, sorry, do you, for example, when the model is posing, do you, for example, to make it uh, more, uh, to make model relaxed, you uh, asking for what kind of music you like and then you... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, um, that, well, that's, uh, I was uh, talk. I was going to talk about this later on. Yeah, but I think um, number one step for any photographer who hasn't taken any portraits before, it's creating a good relationship with the model. That's uh, vital. It's really important. You need to start uh, on the right foot. You know, you need to talk to the other person, find that information, and try to uh, make uh, the other person feel relaxed, comfortable. It's important because this, at the end of the session, uh, will be reflected on the portraits or the pictures, you know? If the model, it's like, you know, like tense, uh, is not relaxed, the the look uh, is going to be forced and not natural. So you need to work on the psychological part uh, of a shooting. Sometimes I tell uh, the model jokes or maybe I'm asking questions about, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like uh, enabling yourself like a stand-up comedian. So right now, I'm a st- Andres, I'm a stand-up <laughs> yeah, comedian. Yeah. I will tell the jokes. You will yeah. laugh. And yeah, so it like... It depends on the kind. Yeah, it depends on the kind of shooting because sometimes you want to, you know, express happiness and feelings like this, and you have to really uh, tell the model jokes because we cannot, you know, uh, try to imitate a a fake laugh. You know, it's gonna be weird. So you have to actually. Uh, make the other person look natural by make, telling lies or maybe jokes. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it takes. To... So, so you're like a comedian too. You're also like a comedian, Spanish comedian. I'm a part-time comedian. <laughs> part-time comedian. Uh, can you give uh, like free tips that are or tricks that are will help to take better portraits or photos? Yeah, well, um, as I told you, uh, establishing a good relationship and preparing the session in advance to the colors and the clothes. Um, but apart from that, I normally do some uh, something which is uh, very important for me. I normally get some screenshots on my phone uh, with, you know, inspirational pictures that can be related to the kind of pictures I will be taking during the session. And this can help the model, you know, to express, because sometimes words are difficult to understand. Sometimes it's better just to pull out your phone, you know, and show the model the idea we are looking for. So it's a good idea to, you know, get, I don't know, 10, 20 pictures that can be used, you know, uh, according to the pose, according to, you know, the feelings we are, we want to arouse, etc. And this, um, this helps um, the models a lot because sometimes you, okay, put your hand here. Now move to the other side. You know, sometimes it's difficult to understand. So the, so, um, so a picture is, I think it's more, pra- it's more practical. Uh- can you, uh, like referring to back to this question about the workflow, can you also explain like editing workflow, like you're editing in Lightroom, then after Lightroom, you go to Photoshop, after Photoshop, you're editing like on the phone or you, how, how do you do that? What, what's your, what's your process? Yeah. My process is pretty simple. Like any other photographers, I think, uh, I mostly do my, um, edit in Lightroom. 
I would say like 70% or so. And then I normally go to Photoshop to get rid of uh, some problems with the skin, some, fix some blemishes, you know, some things that you can do in Lightroom. But normally I work with 70% uh, in Lightroom, yeah. Photoshop, yeah, I normally play with the colors you know, with the selective color to get, you know, to play more with the colors. And sometimes I play with a tone curve and that's it. So, but, but do you edit like on Instagram? No, I don't use Instagram tools. I don't use, uh, you just upload, you just upload straight from Photoshop, for example, and that's it. You're not using any like apps or I don't like it. I, I prefer to, to use uh, these professional tools uh, on my computer. And that's the way I do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Can you give the advice, the advice, the secret for people, the, 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 the secret of life that will get a lot of money and uh, girls, uh, <laughs> advice, for the, yeah, yeah, advice for the people who want to pursue photography or who wants to pursue the art or who wants to pursue like something in, in creative. Well, uh, first of all, uh, well, I'm by no means an expert at this, but I would give you some tips and tricks. Uh, that you can apply uh, when you are starting out in photography. I am a self-taught photographer, which means I started by learning uh, with tutorials and YouTube. You know, I think um, an important part of our job is uh, the edit of the picture. So you really need to focus on that because many times, oh, how do you get those results, Andres? Well, sometimes it's a matter of edit, you know? Sometimes it's about working with the contrast, with the colors, etc. So there are a lot of YouTube channels out there which can help you out at the beginning. And, you know, apart from that, I would say that if you, if you really like what you do, uh, it makes things easier, you know. It, it's more, it's it's more likely that you will get better results if you like what you do. So keep motivated, keep um, inspired by any other photographers, and practice. It's all about practice. In fact, it's all about practice. Get the camera out of your bag, go outside, take million pictures, try new things, you know, experiment, explore, and. Obviously, you can enroll in some photography uh, workshops, uh, but sometimes it's all about your internal motivation. Sometimes if you really like that, you do whatever it takes to, to get the results you want. All right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the great, great motivational speech you gave for yeah, the people. Yeah, so, and the last, the last will be... But not least. <laughs> but not least. But not least, uh, blitz questions <laughs> with another, yeah. Uh, which camera do you use? Well, uh, I use a crop sensor camera. It's a Nikon uh, 7200. 70, uh, this is my only camera. I haven't had any other camera. Sometimes people uh, worry way too much about the equipment, you know? I, I always say the same. It's all about that you develop some uh, visual skill, visual skills. It's not about getting, you know, that three million hundred <laughs> camera. Like you develop the visual taste. Yeah, you need to you need to focus on that because you can really get good results even with a phone. 
you know, if you play with the perspective and you develop your eye to catch, you know, the moments, it's more important that than getting, you know, the latest camera in the market. I think it's, yeah, I think it's very important. And I normally use my 50 millimeter um, lens, which is 1.4. And I have another one, uh, which is a 35 uh, to uh, 70 millimeter, uh, 2.8. Yeah, that's it. And I use both of them. It depends. If I'm more focused on portraits, I use the 50 millimeter. And if I want to cut, you know, more of the background, I use the other one. Because with crop sensor, you know, it's like more zooming. So that was the podcast episode. Oh my number. God, we made it. Yeah, <laughs> we made it. Woo! Made woo! it. Uh, I just I will send I will send to Poland the cake so we can you know meet there and celebrate. Yeah, and of also I, right you. now you, you can't see, but right now uh, in my bag there is like a fireworks going on. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that was like episode number four of Next Visual Portraits. Uh, today with you were Kirill's and Andres, and we will see you next episode see ya bye bye thank you